This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 99. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we are talking about trends within sports, trends within programming, uh, trying to figure out what the future holds. And I talked about a little bit of the future in the last episode, specific to events that are coming down the line for the sport of floorball. And again, those events, the World Games in 2022 and North American Floorball League um, are just one, or just a couple events. We've also got World Floorball Championships that are, are popping back up for the men and the women as we move forward. But what I wanted to kind of talk about is a couple different things that I've been thinking and trying to figure out. And a lot of it is just what I've seen, what I'm trying to assess as best as I can with the knowledge and the information that's out there. But it's based on COVID and the impact that that has had on programming, youth sports, people's decision-making, so on and so forth. And what does that look like as we move out of this? And for those that may or may not know in the States, we're still under some restriction, but a lot of states are starting to basically just say, we're going back to normal. Now, I'm in Washington State. It's uh, June 15th as I'm talking about this right now. And in a couple weeks and really even a couple days, we it may be decided from our governor that go back to normal. And the part of that that's a little out there is we're not really sure what that normal looks like. Now, I've been running programs since September of 2020, and I've even got, I've got kids that have come, my own kids have done my programs, but they haven't, they've done swim lessons, uh, they're starting baseball, they're trying to figure out kind of all of this stuff, as, as am I, and all the other parents are trying to figure out what it is that we can do and how can we figure out the best way to get back to some semblance of normal. But what does that normal look like? And again, if you, wherever you are in the country, you may be back to normal and have been back to normal this whole time or the vast majority of this time. Uh, so what I'm trying to figure out, at least in my area is I went from programs that were exponentially growing in 2018 and 2019. It's kind of had to stop and think about that for a second but as i moved from fall of 2018 and winter into january of 2019 um, we were at the peak of uh, programs that we were growing and at that point we had i had done a class usually my classes for programs will run around six to fifteen uh, over three different age groups. So I have you know, a group of 15, group of 10, group of six, something like that. And when January rolled around in 2019, we were up to, actually I even had one class of 22 in one age group. And we had two different things going on. I had a couple instructors and, and we were packed. I mean, it was, it was chaotic at best, but it was a blast. And then tap into that for the league we had another uh 20 or so that were doing the league and so 
all in all, our numbers were had grown exponentially, and we were really starting to get a foothold on kind of everything that uh, was happening. So um, then we move into COVID and everything gets shut down. And now coming out of it and building, hoping that we can get back to some semblance of normal. Um, and yet I've lost the vast majority of, of people for a variety of different reasons. And the challenge with that is figuring out what are the reasons uh, other outside of COVID. Now, when I've run a program, uh, I've always had to do it around my schedule. Floorball is not my day job. I have a full-time job. Uh, my world changed for a number of reasons. And so I was not able to do evening programs during the week like I had always done. So if I ran a program, it was on a weekend. And so the assumption that many people will say is that, well, weekends are the best time to run uh, a league or classes or any of that other stuff. And I've always kind of, well, I found that to not necessarily be true, but a lot of it, there's a lot of different factors that play into it. Number is the sport, obviously, if people know about it, there's that consistency. Have you been doing it every time on in that day and that time so people just kind of know and they can expect when it is and build it into their schedules? Is it, um, you know, are there other con conflicts that are happening on weekends or things like that? So there's just a lot of those unknowns that I'm trying to figure out as I move forward as we kind of come back to a little bit more normal, I have maybe a, a more regular schedule than I've had in, in the last year or so. And will those, will that translate into exponential growth again? Because for a lot of cases, I, I had to start back at the beginning. And I'm at a point now where kids that have maybe been with me for three or four years are now starting to age out of my programs because I don't have enough demand or interest right now in uh, programs over a certain age. And part of that is they're usually tied into something else, another sport that's either going to take up the majority of their time or it's just more of an interest and floorball was just something they just wanted to do for fun. But now they're really wanting to focus on whatever whatever sport it is for whatever reason. And so there's a lot of different challenges as we come into the fall to figure out what does that look like. So over the summer, my hope was as we start to open up, we're going to see more interest in camps and programs and people wanting to get back to that, that, that thing of giving their kids something to do. I'm not 100% sold on that fact anymore. And I think that there is part of it, and I'm definitely part of that, where I don't want my world and my kids' worlds to be so backed up with things that we can't go and do things. You can't go do something else. And for me, I want to get out of my house. So we've been doing more camping. Now that we're a little bit op more open, I want my kids to experience as much as they can at you know ages six and nine as we go forward. But we're still trying to do things. We're doing swim lessons. They're starting baseball. They do floorball with me. Uh, in the fall, we'll probably look at, you know, they might do flag football or they might do soccer. Or they might do something else. Um, I really want them to get experiences in a variety of different things so they can figure out what they like and build from there. 
and one of the things I'm really thankful for is my partnership with my local Parks and Rec. And I think that's a key to at least the success that I have as far as reach because they have a broader reach than I do. At this time, they're also better at, you know, they have that direct access because they mail things to people. So I don't have to pay for that. People are following what they do. They're just that additional partner that I've, that I've been able to, to get back to now that we're there open. And I think as we move into the fall, that's going to be really key. And for me, I'm planning to move my programs back to my thir- regular Thursday nights. And I'm, I have a feeling that that is going to um, open up more doors for people in that interest because usually people aren't necessarily doing things on a Thursday night. A lot of times they're look, they're going out for the weekend, but um, that's kind of the planning and the thought process that I'm trying to figure out is as we move in, are we going to see more interest? Are we going to see a broader growth? Um, are, are people going to come back? Um, what does that look like? How does that feel? And what's changed along the way so that we can adapt accordingly? So there's just a lot of different things to be thinking about as we're trying to figure out a program. Or even if you're saying, I want to get back into whatever I was doing. I can't do that now. I need to start planning for you know, September through the end of the year at this point. And doing that planning now and having those conversations with whoever you can. And one of the really fortuitous things, let me use the word fortuitous, that if you are, if you can, is use use COVID and the fact that things shut down to try to open some doors to get in a program. So if you've been reaching out to different people, there's always been a no or there's been a conflict. Frankly, everything is, I feel, resetting in that regard. So there are opportunities for things because people just decided it's not, I can't do this anymore. Um, so a lot of things have folded, sadly, but that does create some opportunities for, for new things to come in, for things to change. And, and, and I think that that is really where uh, Floorball has that potential to capitalize on that for people that are paying attention. And so I'm, I'm curious to see how this looks as we move forward. Um, because there is a pathway and there is that opportunity to kind of build it, get people exposed to it, um, and go from there. So to not drag things on too long, um, those are just kind of my thoughts as I'm, I'm sitting, thinking about a variety of different things, uh, trying to plan, trying to stay ahead of the game and be prepared and ready for the future and whatever's coming uh, and try to, again, capitalize on that opportunity so we, we can get more kids engaged, uh, trying to figure out adults. That's another thing for me of trying to figure out how we can get more adults involved um, and kind of build it from there. So if you're interested, you're sitting here listening, you've made it to the end of my ramblings and you feel like I'm ready to get going. I want to learn more. Check out uh, my podcast. Again, you're here. This is episode 99. A variety of different topics and conversations to, to listen to and, and engage with. And then check out my website, www.floorballguru.com and our store at floorballguru.store. And most importantly, keep floorballing.